Welcome to Shoot the Messengers with Chuck and Red. Straight talk with no filters. Where no topic is too sensitive. If you like your shots with no chasers, this is the podcast for you. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your rollies in the sky for the trellis. Thing work, but I think we should take it slow. You ready? Girl, why you never ready? For as long as you took, you better look like Halle Berry or Beyonce. Yeah, 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 yeah. And bitch, then we getting married. Speaking about bringing sand to the beach, are you excited about um, our trip? You talking to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. I got to get beach body ready, though, man. Beach body ready. Beach body ready. Beach body ready, beach body ready. Now, now bounce that, b- b- bounce I that. I ain't ready. You know, oh, okay. I ain't ready. Chuck, yeah. why you never ready? Man, I gotta lose like five pounds. And I messed up my foot yesterday. In, the, in the gym. Doing what? Putting up the weights, and I dropped a 45 plate on my toe. No, you didn't. Yep. The joint started bleeding like immediately. Mm-mm. You know what? You have a thing with your um, my feet. With your feet, it's really weird. Actually, it's like fuck is wrong with your foot. Your foot, it could be that you just got to get it amputated. Oh shit! No, but I have like every vacation. I feel like I've done something with my feet. Brazil messed it up. Dr. Messed it up. I think Jamaica was the only place I got lucky. You are injured on every vacation. Those are, those are the facts. <laughs> Why? Why is that? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Man. So how was your day, man? The day was really good. I um, really put in a lot of work on the back end. Um... You know, a typical day in the porn industry, you know, dibble and dabble. Where were we losing an Uber that time? And you told a person that you did porn? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, low-key, we do, like, a little. Um, it's like, because I like executive produce, it's more like, you know, I do art direction. That's what it is. I um, do art direction in the porn industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was really funny. So there was one time, let me tell you what, the most awkward space that I've been in where that line has been used. So when I first started my uh, doctoral studies at GW, we had this uh, meeting where we all, first day, it wasn't class, but it was like all the doctoral students like came together um, to get together to meet and greet and they do the proverbial like stand up tell us your name like what it is you want to study and like your occupation shut up <laughs> so I stood up and you know I'm like hi my name is Red I'm here to just broaden my horizons I don't know specifically what I want to do yet and I'm an adult entertainer Crickets. and people were like 
oh. And then, of course, you know, it's like the professor is like, thank you so much for sharing. Just like, thank you so much. Just really not with it, but just so thankful. Thank you for sharing. We would love to hear more about that. Like, the, we would love to hear more about that later. later. Like, that sounds so interesting. Like, let's dive into that. So we get to the part where we are having, like, a little mix and mingle. And this lady comes up to me, and she's like, hey, like, I want to learn more about, like, what it is that you do. Because I'm, like, having a party. And, like, I would love for, like, for you to be invited. Like, so in that moment, it was so funny. I actually was getting um, requested to show up at this lady's party. And And I had to tell her, I was like, ma'am. And, like, do the entertainment? Yes. And, like, be the entertainment for the lady. She was, like, this older lady. I literally, so I went with it. For a very long time. But then this was like low-key disrespectful because I'm like, ma'am. Really? We're here on the campus of this huge PWI in motherfucking Washington, D.C. And we're all here for this doctoral program. And you think that I'm standing up here talking about I'm currently an adult entertainer? Maybe she want to throw you some business. She did. She absolutely did. Like, that was the thing. She 100% was with the shit. shit. She was with it. And, you know, I was too until I was like, wait, she's being disrespectful. Because, like, now she's, like, really thinking that's what I do. And I'm like, nah. She didn't think you was going to lie. She didn't think anybody was going to get up there and just tell a bold-faced story like that in front of, like... And you know I'm really good at, like, keeping, like, a really, really great straight face. You're an expert liar, that's what you're saying? So, no, I'm not an expert liar. I just can tell stories. I'm a great storyteller. Aesop. Aesop. Call me Aesop. Fables. Speaking of Aesop, do you have a favorite fable? Aesop fable? I only remember Hmm. one. Me too. I only remember one that really sticks out as a stork that was trying to get something out of a bottle and his beak couldn't fit in there. I can't really remember. No, I just remember the one with the mosquito that was buzzing. Hmm. Do you remember that? Vaguely. I don't. No, I have I don't. no idea what the story was about. I just remember this mosquito. Hmm. Right. So, Aesop fables. Um, another fable that. Uh, oh no! Another Aesop. Well, maybe an ASAP. ASAP story. Um, absolutely. Is that ASAP? Who sings "Bad and Bougie"? Three six two eight. No, that's Migos. Migos, yeah. Migos. Bad and bougie. Uzi. Hmm. Yeah, go ahead. You know the rest, though. Wow. I wish people... I wish we, we got to think about like recording live. Because people miss so much when they don't see like all the little extra things that happen. That really have you been like... What's really going on? What is really <laughs> happening? Um. Okay, so we're excited to be here. We are... Seven episodes in. That's nuts. We have been doing a lot of recording. We've been doing a lot. We've been putting at work, son. Now we need to just keep up with the editing. We need to keep up with the editing. We need to keep up with the fans. Right. Um, because they've been reaching out. Absolutely. So actually, I'm really excited about today's episode because this was based off of listeners' um, comments and feedback. So thank you so much. Continue to do so. Thank you. Thank you. And so here we go. Let's hop into it. Go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh?
So here we are, and today's episode is fan or listener driven, and it we are going to talk about um, how to be happy while broke, mastering your finances. Yes. So I don't know if you ever had this experience where you're trying to plan a party or plan no plan a vacation. Plan a vacation, and you invite twenty people. Everybody's oh. like, "Oh yeah, I'm down. I'm down." Tell me what. Tell me the logistics, everything like that. Send me the info. I know that Dara sent you that motherfucking pic. That um, what was it? A meme? Was it a meme? Was it a meme or Insta something where it was like black people planning a vacation, and it had like thirty five people yeah. in it, and then it was like, what was the next tier? Like six weeks in or something like it was, that. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, like six weeks in, and then it was like twenty, 20 people. people. And it was like talks of a down payment. Twelve people. Twelve people. <laughs> Day of vacation. Two. Two people <laughs> going. That's so funny. That's so funny. Yes. And what's always the reason why they say it? Why everybody keeps backing out? Man, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. Man, man I, ain't got it. I ain't got it. So, but it's so funny is because it's always man, I ain't got it. But it's after you've done like extensive planning, you have. Called around, you've looked at the best deals, you've gotten all the flight information, you are rocking and rolling, you've contacted everybody, you've sent it out, you've created another goddamn um, group chat, right? Like you don't already have 25,000 of them, you have to label it as like this vacation, because you have so many different groups of friends that are trying to plan group vacations, so you have like three group vacation uh, threads going and you really make it by rolling your eyes and adding people. Knowing they ain't serious. Knowing they but, ain't serious. But you like, But then, right. like, I got it, I got it, like, whoop, 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 like, shit. Like, my income tax finna hit. Right, just tell me when. Just tell me. That's my favorite line. Tell me when. Tell me when the first deposit down. All I need is the details. Like, just <laughs> run me the details. <sighs> Nigga. Run me the details. Right. So, okay. So, yes. So, yeah. So, that's what really triggered this. Um... And I think that people just really want to know because they see us traveling so much. Clearly, we're not rich, but we finally make a way. We are rich. We are rich in love. Rich in love? Okay. Rich in love. So I think it would be a good discussion to talk about things that we do, what things that other people can do, your average nine to fivers can do to be able to live a better life. Are you calling me average? Am I aver- average nine to fiver? Because you know, like, that's my ultimate goal in life, to be looked at as, like, regular. Regular, regular. No. Because okay. um, you don't really work nine to five. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're not regular. I need- well, uh, at least you weren't disrespectful and be like, because, like, you don't really work. <laughs> okay. So, let's talk about, um, what does it mean to be uh, happy while broke? Because a lot of people are probably like, Yo, that's crazy. Like, that's such an um, oxymoron. oxymoron. Right. Exactly. Like, how would you like happy Contradiction, and broke? Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't be happy and broke at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think that's... This is definitely possible. It's definitely possible to be happy and broke at the same time. I, I am living proof of that. You hear the crickets? Because it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you saying that I'm not happy? No, I'm not saying... I'm saying you're not broke. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're the last broke person I know. So. so okay, so I think that it's good. So let's unpack a couple of things. Yeah. So I remember growing up, my pastor said a made a clear distinction. He was talking about broke and poor, mm-hmm. right? 
And um, he says, like, you never say that you're poor because, like, that's a state of mind. Mm. And so mm. I've actually never said that. Um, and I also use that, apply that same uh, logic to when I, because I, you will always hear me be like, oh, I'm broke. Like, mm-hmm. I'm broke. I ain't got it. Right. But I think it's because of what I believe I don't have is very different than what other, other people, people say they don't have. Like, we talk a lot about what we need to do. Like, our goals are like black people coming together to um, get in a solid group of mm-hmm. friends uh, and family who are interested in building generational wealth and investing in properties and things like that. So when I say, like, I'm broke, it's not really that I don't have any, any money. money. Right. It's like... I'm oftentimes referring to an experience that I'm not willing to that I'm not willing right. to spend it's money really, on. Yeah, that's normal. Most people, I think, yes. when they say they're broke, well, I hope honestly, because I hear people say I'm broke a lot. I'm hoping they're saying no. Niggas be broke, like broke, 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 like broke, like. Can I please borrow ten dollars? If I Facts. get one more motherfucking random cash app request from a friend that's like. So, like, let me hold $65. You're lying. Really? You're, no, you're lying. No, I'm not lying. First of all, I know for sure that you're lying. Let me finish the whole thing, and then I'm gonna be, you're going to be like, right, I was lying. You don't have any friends that have ever hit you up for something that you're like, as an adult, you should absolutely have money for that. Like, hey, let me hold that because my electric. Yes. Or like, yo, we like $200 Ooh. short on our rent. Ooh, shit, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, there is levels to broke. Like, when I say broke, it's because I don't have money to spend on that. Right. Um, not that, like, I, I don't, don't have, have money. money. I don't have it. Because right. when some people say, like... Let me hold something. I don't know when I'm going to get it back. No. Or if I'm going to get it back. Whenever people say, let me hold something, and you give it to them, you just have to know that you're not right. getting it back. You have to chalk it up to you, a L. You hope, have- hope for the best. No, you don't even hope for it. You oh, shit, use, I can't even hope. No, don't even hope to get it back. You use that as good energy into the world. Good juju. Yes, honestly. Okay. It's like, did you pay your tithes? Did you pay mm. your offering? Like, that's what that was. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. When my my calendar, my CPA asked me, that I should have said that. Yeah. Absolutely. I sure did. Because speaking of that, because Trump fucked it up right. for everybody. So a lot of niggas didn't go on vacations this year. <laughs> because they never saw that fucking yeah, tax he, he messed up my taxes for sure. <laughs> so you know what? That's honestly, that's honestly a way to see if n- niggas who been going on, you know, they, trips. Right? Did it's, you go on a trip this year? Yes. When ta- when Donald Trump switched that tax code up on your ass, yeah. and you didn't get that return. Did you go on vacation? Absolutely, still did. And that's because you not suit up, right. and like, that's because you not broke. Yeah, because I will never bank on taxes. Honestly, tax returns. I just if I get it, awesome. If I don't, that's what I thought. So it's so it's like a tree on top. So what we say that um, signs of you being broke would be banking on tax returns to do things. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, excellent. So we're gonna keep. We're also gonna keep track um, along. We're gonna like, keep tally. What are the signs mm. so people can you know know? So people who are in denial. Or, or just are uncertain. They're like, is this me or is this, this is not me? me? Are they talking so we're to me? So we're just like check in to, to make sure that people hmm. know. Like, okay. So that's one of them. If you're waiting on a tax return in order to do anything. anything. Yeah. You're broke. You're broke. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So, okay. So, we sort of kind of talked about Brooke versus poor. poor. I was just about to run it back. So. Okay. So, yeah. let's hear your thoughts. So, my thoughts are being broke is someone who is clearly spending money, more money than they're bringing in on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I think poor, on the other hand, is someone who, who wants to be better, but doesn't have the means to do better. That's interesting. Keep talking. Yeah. So that's all I got for that, honestly. That's the only thing I can think about. What's the difference? I think a poor person just doesn't have the means. Like mm-hmm. they're homeless, or they're oh okay okay versus somebody who has the means to do better, but is just mismanaging their money, or they're living um, beyond their means. And that's the reason why they're constantly living check to check, in my opinion. It's okay, brokenness. Yeah, that's my, de- my that's my true definition yes. of being broke okay. is when you're living check to check. And I think with the government shutdown, that exposed a, a lot whoo, of people. That exposed some more people. So t- Donald Trump is really out here exposing folks, right? Showing all their draws. Showing all their draws. Like, okay, so Donald Trump changed tap code, changed the tax code. Niggas can't travel. Right. Um, Donald Trump shut down the government for seven thousand weeks. People can't eat after the people, first paycheck. People, first of all, people couldn't eat knowing that it was going to get shut down. Like, they couldn't eat when they actually had jobs. Um, That was very true. That was very enlightening. Mm -hmm. It was people who were like, I got to go to, like, the food bank. And I was like, quit playing. Like, you ain't got to go to no food bank. And they was like, no. Food bank, outside of the grocery stores. I was very surprised, honestly, how many white people were impacted, to be completely honest. Oh, absolutely not. I was. And you know what? It sort of kind of goes back to um, when we talked about uh, credit versus uh, cash and Mm -hmm. the power of cash. A lot of people out here are living on um, a glorified IOU, which is a credit, which is credit. Credit card, yeah. Because what happens if companies are saying, like, we ain't got to give you to I owe you, for you to I owe me. Ugly. So it's like, nah, if you ain't got that cash money... If you can't liquidate your assets and get that cash money, that cheddar, that guap, that um, dinero, because you know I'm trilingual out here, avocado. Avocado. Hey. <laughs> like, to me, that's also, like, another thing to look at. Right. Like, how is your, how extended are you in your field of credit? Right. Like, if you can't, here's another, here's another, here's another one. So, we got another tally. Waiting on tax return. Mm-hmm. Um. If the if your job was to say like mm, for the next four for the next two paychecks we're going to furlough you, could you survive? Right. right, and then I'm gonna add this this third one that um, it just hit me. If you cannot pick up a number that you don't know that calls your phone because it might be a bill collector, mm. that's a sign. You broke. That's a sign. That's a good one. That's a sign. If Ooh. you can't pick up your phone because it. Because you don't know the number with the idea of... It's a bill collector. Yo, this probably a goddamn bill collector. One this money. You know how many times that I literally have called... Because you know I have an 832 number being from Texas. Hey, 832 town all day. And niggas ain't picking up your call. Literally. <laughs> like, I'll be like, damn. And then I'll be like, oh, shit, I got this Texas number. Right. Like, niggas around here, like, they... Yeah, they don't recognize here, like, it. They yeah. don't recognize it. They think it's a bill collector. So I literally have to like call back, like do it like a double back to back call because I don't think bill collectors are allowed to do that or something. Mm, I wouldn't know. So it's like I do like a back to back. It's like a tactic that I've learned dealing with um, 
that dealing with broke people, <laughs> um, right? Dealing with broke people, I call back to back and they pick up, right? And you're like, damn. Oh, now y'all can pick up. Yeah. Mm. Like, like, like they really owe you money. They I'm don't like, try to answer your call. I'm like, it's red. They be like, oh boy, I didn't know who this was calling my phone. Shit, because I had told him. I was like, I know I, you probably thought it was a bill collector, right? I was like, no, no. I'm just calling to let you know that your son broke his leg and, and he's head. bleeding Ooh. out. So, Ooh. um, if you don't mind coming to get him, shit, I, I bet you they wish him was a bill collector now because they don't get no, they don't get no shit. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've literally said that to children running down the hall? I'm like, stop running. Because ever since they fucked up Obamacare, we don't know if you're covered. Shit. <laughs> we don't know. Mm. We don't know. So you got to walk. Slow. With pads on. With football pads on. So, okay, so we have those three, like, these oh, are the three signs. So, if you can't pick up the phone because you don't know that who's calling, one. you mm-hmm. just might be broke. I think another thing is, like, you, which they've always said, this idea of keeping up with the Joneses. Joneses yes. um, and I think that, particularly in D.C., um, because there is a high population of, oh, excuse me, a large population of um, educated mm-hmm. Well, to do well black people, right. um, there is this idea of like I need to keep up with the Jones, with the Joneses, or right? look like I am, or the facade. Yes. Because again, a lot of people don't know that. In fact, the Joneses is just sitting at home, not answering calls that they don't know, waiting on tax returns to do stuff, and stretched out and thin because they have extended their credit. So that's what a lot of people don't realize that. Um, the things that they see ain't what yeah is yeah. not what it appears to be. And I love that saying like um the grass is greener on the other side because it's um because it's astral turf. Mm. And it's, it's just all like, fake. It's I like all that. fake. Yeah, the grass is green on the other fake. side because it's astral turf. So ain't you real. know, yeah, that shit is not real at all. That shit is not real at all. Um so how do you feel about the idea that a lot of people feel pressure, and I, I'm just gonna name call a thing a thing. Mm-hmm. Feel pressure to, you know, I live in DC. I'm a, a millennial. I'm I see doing my people. Thing. You know, we're degreed. We ha- we're educated. You know, I have my masters from here. My enough from here. I got all these initials behind my name that you know, I nobody in my family has, like, or maybe generations mm-hmm. have. And it's just, like, I'm trying to navigate, but this space is um and in doing so the pressure of do i have to drive a certain car do mm-hmm. i have to live in a certain area do i have to frequent certain places and like what does that mean you know what i've seen a lot of now especially when you mentioned the degrees and things like that people who don't have no degrees mm-hmm. are now trying to justify by saying oh all the people who have your degrees now are complaining about student loans. student loans oh okay so they're using that oh i'm glad i didn't go to school i'm making just as much as much money as somebody with a degree and i don't think what people realize is yeah you may be one of the rare exceptions to that rule honestly because i'm pretty sure if anybody look at the statistics statistically people who have degrees tend to make more money than people with non-degrees of course you're going to have your exceptions right to anything and so of course they want to use all the major um, billionaires, millionaires, 
who made it without a degree, absolutely. And then think about how many people who did not make it because they but don't have a degree. I, but I also think that it's so funny when they use like those particular people, right? They're like Bill Gates, like the world's richest man, like before the little Amazon yeah. guy, like Bill Gates. It's like, yes, nigga, he doesn't have a degree because while he was at Harvard, mm-hmm. he was yeah. he like created Microsoft at Harvard. Harvard. Right. So he was not an idiot. Right. But, like they're like Oprah. Yeah, because while Oprah was at Tennessee State University, she landed a job to do the thing that she was going mm-hmm. to school for. Right. Not that she didn't value education or not that she doesn't understand the importance is she was at school to get a communications degree mm-hmm. to be able to be a broadcaster and then she got a and broadcasting job. Right. So she was like, hmm, I'm doing the work. Right. And like I'm in the work. And how many people can say they have that same story? It's not a lot, though. There's not a lot of Oprahs that didn't go and study mass communication and graduate and made it. Right. You know? First of all, like, we're talking about the black experience. Like, let's be honest. you got to have 7,222 degrees Two. for them to say, like, he's more qualified than this person. We have a position for you at, like, entry level. Yeah, the, the whole entry level has completely gone away. Like, even it, it your, doesn't exist. Like, even your job, like, even yes. even your job, like, they're like, you're like, oh, I'm doing like XYZ, XYZ. There's a person in your position at your job that doesn't have the experience that you have, and they're even tell you, they're like, yeah, you don't, you don't need to do even that. like need that. Right. But you absolutely needed that for them to be able to have that conversation with you in person mm. about, like, for you to get a seat at the table, you had to. I had to come with that. Come with that. So they could be able to say like, "You don't even need that." Oh, like you're ex- like you actually know how to like do that. Like that's really good. Like here, you don't need to be able mm-hmm. to do that, but it's great that you have that experience. That you have that experience. Because if you didn't have all the certs, all the backgrounds, all of the engineering stuff, right. like they wouldn't have even given you a chance. So I always find that interesting. I'm like, come on now. We all know the line. Like, you got to work twice as hard to get half as much. And it's true. It's and it's not true. even... I, I think that's wrong. I think you got to work more than twice as hard to get way less than half. Mm. So, do you think um, it is truly unfair for women right now as far as... They always talk about earning potential, which I think is really... Mm-hmm. Which is really huge right now when we're talking about finances. And there are a lot of single women out there who have to support themselves and don't necessarily make the same amount of money Mm -hmm. as their male counterparts, but yet they're still expected to pay the same type of rent. Mm -hmm. When they go to a car, buy a car, chances are they end up paying more because Mm -hmm. the car salesman assumed that that people don't know. know. They don't know. So um, I know I'm going off in a little while tangent, but... No, I think that that's perfect when we think about like the title of this uh, particular episode talking about being happy while broke. And being able to master your finances. I think that the reality is that women do earn, what is it, 60 cents to the dollar or 70 cents to the dollar. Um, And then the more minority you are, the less and less. I think it was like white women earn 71% to the dollar than black, Hispanic women and Asian women. I think it dwindles down. By the time you're a black woman, you actually... Oh, oh, like all white people money for like being on the planet. Like if you're a black woman, um, oh shit, yeah. So I think that a part of that, like being happy while broke, is is like not letting that like impact you, impact your psyche. 
Exactly, yeah. right? So it's like, you have to know, yep, this is the system that we live in. I'm not saying be okay with mm-hmm. that. But you have to know that no matter what, even if you're getting 60 cents to the whatever, you have to work three times harder, four times harder, that your joy shouldn't be stolen. And you should still maximize your potential. What what you can control, like operate, yes. operate in what you can control. But that doesn't mean don't tackle the system right. and go after um, the big jobs, right? And Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the system, mm. and come after them and let them know that, like a like a little Jewish woman who people say like you shouldn't even be at the law school. I think she was like the only woman in her class. Now she's a Supreme Court justice. Like her story is like incredible, but that's because she didn't not face right. things. She, she was just like, I can only control what I can control. Um, and so I think that that's a big part of being happy while being broke. So if you only make 60 cents, 70 cents on the dollar, like still being joyful, finding the joy in, in your life. And a part of matching your finances is what do you do with the money that, that you, you have? have. Right. right. And that's what, yeah, that's what being broke is all about. In my opinion is you doing stuff with your money that you have no business doing stuff with your money. Right. Or I'm not going to say that you don't have any business doing, right? Because you're an adult. You could do what you want to do with your money. But it's and like... be broke. Be adult and be broke. You have to make the... Right. You have to make the decision. So if what you want to do is you want to go on to park on Thursday night and you want to go to park on... Or you want to go to stadium on Friday night. And go to Griffin on Sunday. And you want to go to Griffin on Sunday, Sunday, Funday for the day party. You have to recognize... That, you got right? to have a man for each day. You got to have... What'd you say? Have a man for each day. You, <laughs> <laughs> each, each day you have a date lined up. You good. So that is one way that to go about good. it. If that's the way that you want to go about mastering your finances. I've, seen, or, I've heard stories. Oh, there's definitely Just, stories. Shout out. And I want to pause right here to give a shout out to um, the several men throughout D.C. that have pay for my lunch because of um one of our mutual friends the dates that she goes out on i want to shout you guys out oh shit they sponsoring you too they, they don't know they don't even know they don't even know it i'm like we're at work everybody's eating and i'm like literally i have said this i was like hey um make sure you order it medium rare because like whenever you order the steak like get it because when i warm it up because when i warm it up it sometimes cooks like a little bit too much Sure enough, like she's held me down. She's come back and it's like, oh, like that was really good. And that's why fellas don't date no more. I don't know if you realize that a lot of men do not date anymore because they're not necessarily hit to that extreme wherein mm-hmm. their meal is going to somebody With else. Someone else. But they're catching wind that mm-hmm. a lot of women are only, only entertaining them mm-hmm. for the free meal. So, and when they say there's no such as a free lunch, I don't think that applies to women anymore. <laughs> they're clearly working the system for that. And now men are like, nah, I'm like, I cook for you, maybe, but this is going out. But also, what, what does that look like? Like, people are cooking now? I've heard stories of people cooking. People cooking. People are cooking like, no, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm like, I mean, cooking well. Well is like broke. <laughs> it's all subjective. <laughs> But I do think, speaking about cooking, I do think that that's another thing, right? You absolutely do. How can you um, be happy while broken master your finances? Fall in love with your kitchen. Fall in love with your home. Yes. Think about how much wow. you pay to wow. go out and have a drink. $14 in D.C. for a drink. 
No. You know how much our favorite Well, you Yeah, well, my favorite $18. $18. 20 they up Oh, they up. up the shit? So you know how much my favorite drink in the whole city costs. Sidecar. Hennessy Sidecar. Hennessy Sidecar. They up the price to $20. No, sir. How much is a bottle of Henny? Depends on where you get it from. In the size, of course. But yeah. Yes. So like, if you go... If you... Like, I just bought a bottle. I just brought like... Um, 1.75 liter bottle mm-hmm. of Hennessy, and I think that I paid like $42 for it. Like, no, seriously. Yeah. Like, seriously. Because I saw it, and I was like, I saw the one side, I saw the liter, and I was like, hmm, the liter was like $35, there's like $32, right. and then the 1.75 was like, run me that, yeah. I was like, no, run me that, uh, the 1.75, the yeah. Run me the jug. The handle, yeah. Like, why, like, why am I playing? For a $10 market, almost double it. Yeah. And they make 12 drinks out of that. Make twice as many drinks, yeah. Right. So, for the cost of two Hennessy sidecars, I was able to make 30. 30 drinks, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was... So, you you lose the social aspect of that because you're not out and about. But you don't have to because if you love your space, you have great friends. Like, you guys do a great job of hosting wonderful events. Right. Now, a part of that... Um, is because you have a nice space. So a lot of broke people are operating, you yeah. know, having 37 roommates. In a 900 square foot. In a 627 square foot studio. Oh my gosh. Do you remember when we went to, um, this was several years ago. Yes. I was, I, you, you all were coming in, I was coming out. And we were at. The brunch. The brunch. The same brunch from Broman. Yeah. Yes. We were at the brunch. We were in a space that was like 473 yeah, square feet. And it was five people that lived there. Where the hell all they lived at? Where they slept? On top of each other? Okay, so listen, pay attention. Okay. So honestly, it was 600 square feet. Somebody's going to pull out. There were um, two bedrooms. Okay. Wasn't there two bedrooms? Yeah. Yes, yes, there yes, yes. Two yes. bedrooms. And both of those were uh, split. And then somebody slept. He was in a dorm. <laughs> <laughs> and they were grown. Super Shit. grown. There were two wow. bedrooms. So they split that and it was somebody that lived um, in the living room. That is the cost of living in D.C. I, I get it. People are clearly... For somebody who has not mastered their finances. So we're teaching you how to master finance. Or they have. I was going to say, that that could be a part of mastering your finances, They sacrifice their space. You sacrifice temporarily. For, yeah. It looks funny. It's like... It's beyond. Because all of them was like grown ass. They really grown. Really, really grown. But they're they're paying for the convenience of living in this. They're paying for the convenience and they're paying for the... You used the word early. To be able to... The bouginess of saying, I live in D.C. Because it was not a bad area. No, it was in Noma. Right. In and Noma. so they're, they're saying they live in Noma. Of course, they're not saying, oh, yeah, I live in Noma with four other people or three other people. Right. They're not saying that. Of course, I'm living in Noma. And that sounds good. So, I mean, again, it's all about. So let's let's talk about let's talk. Let's talk about things. Do you want it to sound good or do you want it to be good? This is for the, this is for the listeners. This is why I don't live in DC because I want it to be good. <laughs> some people are fine with it sounding good, right? And so this is for the listeners because this isn't happy while like happy while broke, 
faking your finances. Mm-hmm. Cause we can we can go through with no problem about that. Yeah. Like actually they don't need this for that. They're already doing it. This is a massing your finances. So it's so you can go one, so you could transition from being broke to living a better life. So I think the first thing is you have to like it's like going to an AA meeting. AA. You have to at first acknowledge that, that you're broke. I am broke. Yes. So we've done a couple of things. So like are you waiting on your tax return? Like, you can't answer the phone. Like, um, if your job was to let you off, like, would you be okay? You have to ask somebody, can somebody stay over? Because you, right, you have to check in. Do you have to check in about, like, visitations? Like, do you, <laughs> do you have to do visitation check-ins? Like, if you have to do visitation check-ins, like, you haven't matched your finances. Right. So Ooh. I think that that's super important to think about. So let's move into, like, what people can do. What people can do. And I think that, like you said, falling in love with your space and falling in love, I said your kitchen, and then I think that you made a better point, is like your home. Like, make your house a home. Um, and then really, like, what are you passionate about? What do you love doing? Because there are, DC offers so many awesome things where you don't have to spend a dime. You know? Right. So there are ways that you can go about, like, enjoying that. Enjoying the city. Um, without breaking your leg. Without, without breaking your wallet. Without breaking the bank. Absolutely. So, but this is the thing. I go back to, because I think a lot of our segments are about relationships and dating and things of that nature. I think one another key thing is, is to make sure that if you do decide to date or be in a relationship with somebody, that they hold the same values as you. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of hard if... You're like really strict on, or you're really focused on your your dollars. You don't want to be broke forever. Mm-hmm. Even if you're broke today, you don't want to be broke forever. Versus somebody who's okay with being broke because they don't look it. That's not going to work because mm-hmm. they're always going to want to go to Del Frisco's, even though they can't afford it themselves. That's my favorite. I know that, that's why that's why I said it. But the funny, but thing, you can afford it though. But so the, what's really funny about that is. Y'all know how I feel about their frescoes. It's one of my favorite places, but mean? I'm like, it's like super normal and regular. Like, it's not, like, people are like, oh, I got to dress up. Like, and I'm like, what? Like, bitch, we, we literally went to Del Frisco's in it's, snow gear. Like, we literally went in snow gear. But who was sitting right beside us? Or what was they wearing right beside us? These people had on straight gown and black tie almost. That's not and we're looking at them like, okay, what are you <laughs> somebody's overdressed. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's somebody's overdressed, and they were looking at us, probably thinking like somebody's really, really right. underdressed. And I'm like, nah, nah, we're good actually. Like, no, but I think that that is. I think that's a really good point when we when you talk about mastering finances. You really need to, if you're going to be with somebody, you need to make sure that you all are equally yoked in that area. Because if you're interested in you know saving money mm-hmm. by doing things like oh like let's meal prep so i'm not spending 25 dollars every lunch and saving that money putting that money somewhere else you need to be with somebody that understands that and is also willing to work um with you so um this next segment let's get into giving people like what are the things that they can do so we've run down like hmm really have we talked about you like are you the one that's at the club mm-hmm. on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but then on Monday or like, what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? Oh, I hope it's a potluck at work. Or how am I going to get to work? Listen, if you go into work and you're hoping that somebody has an event, 
You're hoping that somebody left their lunch, left over, their lunch. <laughs> over the weekend on that Friday. Are you hoping <laughs> that there's a meeting on the third floor that they bring the food up to the fifth floor lounge? Like if you if you have to experience that because you don't have anything to eat. That's another tally. That's another tally. That's another tally. So we're about to hop into what are some things that you can do to really be masters of your finances. So as we get ready to think about what things we can do to get people out of being broke, and I think one of the first things we need to do is look at how much money people are earning and how much they're spending. If you find yourself not being able to earn enough, what can you do to earn more? Then you look at your spending and you look at what am I spending my money on? Is everything I'm spending my money on, what are those things that are necessities and what are those things are just wants? But one of the things that you can't do is you can't be, when you do this analysis, right, you can't be so worried about the perception that people have of you because I think like you is like, oh, because you can't bring them more money. It's like, no, actually you can't. And there's a ton of things that are available now in the uh, ecosystem that we currently operate in. But no, like you absolutely, like you could be an Uber driver. Right. Like you could be a Postmates. You could be an Uber Eats pickup person. You could be an Instacart girl. Like there are a ton of things that you actually can do to increase your um, income that doesn't require you to go out and hustle. Be a, be a goddamn attorney. Right. Right. There are ways that you can use the skills that you have, but you have to decide, like you can't be above picking up somebody's oodles and noodles and dropping it off to them for a tip. Like, you can't be above it, right? And so it's like the mindset part of it. It's like, do or are you, and, and, and let's be clear, or are you happy with being broke? Are you happy with maintaining a facade of one thing, but the reality of your bank account is something different? And I tell people all the time, like, you want to be a boss? Like, you don't have to flex and flop for me. Go run your um, available balance credit at the goddamn bank. Like, <laughs> I mean, like all these people, like I'm balling, I'm balling. Go run your, go run your available balance. Go run your credit limit. Go run your uh, your assets versus your liabilities. Like, do that. Right. So this is what I think, though. I don't think necessarily. I think it, it does come into just. Simple money management because we've seen what you say, accounting one on one, accounting one on one. And the reason why I'm saying that is because there's people who make a lot of money and are broke because they do bad money management, they're always living above their means, regardless. So I can be bringing home $250,000, but if I decide because a bank said, Hey, we're going to give him a loan for seven million, go buy this house, they don't care that. You only have enough money to pay the mortgage, and that's it. They don't care. Like that's now, how can I heat up the house? <laughs> Your bank does not care. Fuck that. Let me tell you something else. that's <laughs> funnier. Let me tell you what they actually don't ask about. How you gonna furnish that bitch? Right. I'm tired of walking into people's motherfucking Senate Square apartments because you overlooking goddamn Union Station. I'm tired of walking, looking at your U Street apartment, and I got a motherfucking sit on borrowed IKEA furniture. It's open concept. We're going for the open fill. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're too old for that. We're too goddamn mm-hmm. old for this. Mm-hmm. 
they what you call it? What's the people who um they sit on pillows and stuff? Motherfucker, feng shui. <laughs> feng shui. Talking about your feng shui, like you going for um Buddhist minimalist shit. shit. No, bitch, you don't have money to get a goddamn couch. That's fucking crazy. It's in the mail. It's coming. We ordered it from Z Gallery. Got lost up. Yo, <laughs> yo, I know for damn sure you didn't order from Z Gallery because they deliver. Because it would have been here. You order some shit from Z Gallery. It's there. How long y'all had to wait on y'all Z Calorie or uh, Z Calorie? Yo, Z Calorie. Yo, Z Calorie order. A couple weeks, I think. Cause well, that's what happens when you fucking get shit custom made. See it's levels. <laughs> <laughs> <Custom> color. <laughs> See it's levels. Baby, go to Value City and gotta wait that long. Bitches out here talking about uh, now bitches gonna use that. It's like no, it's coming, but you know it's like a twelve, it's like a sixteen week, it's like a sixteen week back order. Cause you know I got that Tiffany blue, that's only custom Tiffany, so we had to get approval from Tiffany. Our house, I hate it. No, but that's true. That's true. true. I kind of one on one. Count one on one. Your plus gotta outweigh your minus. Here's another tip that I truly, truly believe in. It's going on a cash diet. So it's getting rid of all of your cards. Mm -hmm. And what you do is you sit down. This comes along with budgeting. You sit down and you say, how much do I average spend on groceries, on gas, on all of the things in your life? And you take the cash out. You go to the bank. You take the cash out. You cut up all your cards. You don't use them. Um, And then you you can just get a little, what do you call it, Uh, accordion folder. Mm -hmm. And what you do is you say, okay, for the week, I have $40 for gas. I have $120 for food. I have this amount for transportation. You just put it all in there. And then at the end of the week, what you can do is all the money that you don't spend, you're like, save Save it. Yes. But you are not allowed to like go and get more money. So if, for instance, Mm -hmm. you are like looking at your food line item that week and you only have like five dollars left you got some choices to make choices choices but the the really great thing about that is you're making the choice based off of the five dollars but that's not your last five dollars you you have allocated the money for your rent and for your savings you've already put that away pay yourself first you always pay yourself yourself first. first you're so willing to pay that um to pay the Griffin is the Griffin black owned? I don't know who the hell owns it. Probably not. Yeah. You are you're ready to pay, you know, other people, other people before right. you're willing you to pay, pay yourself. yourself. Pay yourself um, first. Pay yourself first always. Ten percent, whatever. You know, come up with a number. Twenty percent. Or twenty percent if you got it. No, and that's the thing. If you think about this, somehow in your life, and this is another thing, this is tip number three. Somehow in your life, you made it through 10 years ago because you're here. Mm-hmm. So however much you made 10 years ago, you made it. Inflate, yeah. Keep, as you continue to get... Minimum wage goes up. Well, not that. But as you continue to get um, advancements in employment and your salary increases, don't increase your means of living. Like, once you get to a place where you're comfortable, like, I, you know, we're, we really are comfortable right. right here. I'm really comfortable right here. My next raise, don't... Pret- pretend like you never got like it. Pretend like you never got it, and yeah. all that money can go straight to your 401k, yeah. can go straight to your savings, can go to your Roth IRA. Right. And if we're saying things that you are unfamiliar with, that's another sign that you're broke. Because mm. if you don't know about 401ks, 
Roth IRAs, if What's you don't know you about, to your right, if you don't understand the matching that's happening with right. your company, if you don't understand flexible spending accounts where you're able to, if you are goddamn a commuter, you can put your pre-tax money there. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't understand the things that you can do the same way with like healthcare and the way that your company, like exploit everything that your company mm-hmm. has because they will exploit you. Exploit you. They are exploiting. They are exploiting you because you. I promise you, because you're more more than that forty-seven thousand right. that you're making, or that sixty thousand. Yeah. If you think for one second that your salary is what you really should be earning, you're crazy. out of your mind. You're crazy. You're out of your mind. There's no way that your company will be profitable. Remember, right. your company has to be able to pay your salary and everybody else is there, and still have Overhead. the CEO make money yeah. and all of the shareholders the- make money. Because that's what it's ultimately about. The overhead, yes. The people who don't... Who don't do the work. Right, don't earn the money. Who don't do the work. So it's really... I think that that's really important. Um, I think that that's another thing. It's like pay yourself first. Pay yourself. So we talked about um, accounting one-on-one, going on a cash diet, and then paying yourself first. What else do we have for them to master your finances? So mastering your finances. Definitely, we talked about as far as allocating, paying yourself first. But also look at what things you're paying for. And so I'm going to go back to Oprah, OG, before she dropped her show. But um, it talked about the spending diet plan. Mm. And then based off of that, it talks about what percent of your income should go towards certain things. So they talked about 35% of your income, your monthly income should go towards your housing and lodging, which includes if you're renting versus um, paying a mortgage, any repairs that you had to pay for the house, utilities, insurance, and taxes. And then 15% of that of your income should go towards transportation. So that's your car note, your insurance, any repairs that you may have. Um, if you take the train or the bus to work, that includes those things and parking and gas. As far as your debt. So if you have credit cards and things of like that, that nature, 15% of your income should go towards that. So if you notice that you're paying more because you have a large income, then, I mean, excuse me, you have a large debt, debt. credit card debt, whatever, student loans. I know everybody hates talking about those. Then you have to start trying to figure out where from other pots. Because you at least want to pay the minimum of what you owe. It's not going to help you any, but at least it's not going to ding you on your credit. Um, next is your miscellaneous stuff. And that's things like groceries, eating out. You talked about vacationing, clothing, entertainment, things of that nature. And then finally, t- um, saving. But we said that we were going to use that and you're going to pay yourself first. So off break, a lot of um, banking accounts, a lot of... Uh, your employers, if you do direct deposit, you can actually get that 10%, 20% taken right out of your account even before you actually see it. It goes straight into your savings. You mm-hmm. never see it, so you don't miss it. If you don't see it, you don't miss it. It's almost like child support a little bit. I can't speak on it, but I can only assume that's how it works. Tell if you, us more about that. I, I can't because I have no kids mm-hmm. that I know of. That you pay for. That I pay for. Those are two different things. So, yeah, so that's what you do. So you look at that and you look at where your money is going towards and you ask yourself why. Do you got too many channels of cable and you're only at home four hours a day? Do you need to have every single channel? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going? To, are you eating too much? So are you going to the grocery store but still find yourself eating out because you don't feel like cooking? Mm-hmm. One of those got to go. And hopefully <laughs> it's the eating out portion of it. But if you can't, you got to figure out, okay, maybe I don't need to be spending so much money on groceries. Yeah, I eat out like every day. You do. So it makes no point for you to go to the grocery store. Right. But I'm trying, but I'm getting better because I, it was really weird as I eat out every day for every meal, 
But I also can eat the same thing every meal. And I also love breakfast food. So, like, so bacon and eggs is your bacon thing? Bacon and fucking eggs. Bacon sauces and eggs. Who in your life loves bacon? My wife loves bacon. Yes, and that's why we're BFF. Oh, like for ass nothing, eating. for nothing. Like we have that one thing in common, and it has bonded us for life. Like all the way in fucking Tokyo. Uh, I said Tokyo. Um, we, Thailand. We were in Thailand, and, and it, was like, bacon. it was like it was like I forgot. All. We need bacon, and we need a fry. No, and I got no. Yeah. I got the, I got yeah. the after her, and she was yeah. like, I ordered this bacon, and I was like, because bitch, she be <laughs> knowing. <laughs> You're a fool, that. No, but seriously, you do those things. So I think those are great things. Let me talk about some other things that I think that people, I think that some of the things we mentioned are good and maybe people know or don't know, but I think those are some of the obvious things. I'm going to talk about some shit that's not so obvious. And it goes like this. You need to ask for a raise. Thou has not because thou acts not. You will be surprised by the number of um, times that people get raises simply for asking. Ask for a raise. The worst they can say is no. The worst they can say is no. And how will that change your current life? It won't. won't. And somehow you've managed, and I've always said this, somehow you've managed to make it to today, so a change in your life won't change anything. So do you think people are scared of... Absolutely. There we go. People are scared of anything that you could finish that sentence with. The answer is yes. People are scared of no or rejection. That's the... The biggest fear that I think. And I also think that people don't recognize that they have the power and the rights to ask for a raise. Like, you can go to your boss and say, hey, I'm looking over my performance history. I'm looking at the things that I've uh, done, the things that, the ways that I have contributed. I would like to look at, you know, a raise in my next performance evaluation or review. So, before you... Now, mine is a right. little bit different right. because, like, we get... My situation is just way different. Right, but I, I want to talk about something um, about raises and salaries. And we talked about a little bit about women and men, things mm-hmm. of that nature. But I have noticed, and somebody asked this on Facebook a while back, as far as why are people so reluctant to share what they earn? And the reason why I think that it's healthy to do that, I mean, of course, everybody wants people to be in their business, but sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Correct. And so how do I know I'm... I'm being underpaid Correct. if nobody wants to share. I got to go on glass door. But, but companies want that. Com- be, yeah, they want that. Uh, companies want the culture um, of salary talking to be taboo. Right. If everybody in the company knew how much everybody made, then more people would be making more money. Right. And they don't want that. They don't want that. Right. But, um, and I think that that's just something that is. But companies share. That's the thing, though. Companies share where they pay their employer employees with each other. Though that's how they know. How do they know that? Oh, we have a comp. We have comparable compensation. Uh, compensation. Yeah. Well, have- they know that because they also companies poach. So right, when I come about. to you, right. no. But that's also because when I come to you, I say, "Well, I'm making two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. So I so the one seventy-five that you offer me, that's a no." Right. And then they realize, like, ooh. People in that position are making this. Okay. So they know because there's a lot more flowage, particularly at certain levels. And then people think, if you think about even like, you know, the field that I'm in, I'm in education. How many chancellors have we had in the past mm. couple of years? We've had like six or seven chancellors. They know how much, you each, know, each one you know they know how much they're making. So um, 
I think that the reason why is because they don't want people to know. They yeah. don't want you to know that you're making X dollars and I'm making X dollars. But I think that's why, again, having the courage to go to your boss and say, you know, can we discuss, like, you know, I'm, I know my performance review is coming up. And I would love to talk to you beyond just the highlights and the lowlights and the feedback about what I need to do. I would like to discuss with you what it looks like for me to receive additional compensation. What I had to do. What's, right. Right. So, um, but I, I honestly don't think that people are equipped with um, that. So in the same vein, negotiating your salary. Of people before do not you even, yeah. negotiate their salaries, and it is a missed opportunity every single time. If you don't negotiate when you first get the job, or even before you really accept, then that boat's kind of sailed. Uh, yes, and the thing the thing about negotiating salaries is really important is because the higher you start, the as you continue right. to in, um, as you continue to excel in your work and you move up and get promotions, for percentage, yeah. the more money that yeah. you make. If your evalu- if your increase or your your yearly evaluation um, will result in five percent increase with um, an effective performance yeah. evaluation, you make more money if you start with a bigger egg. Right. Um, that also goes back to um, another thing: you need to negotiate everything. And people think that I ask for discounts everywhere I go. And y'all been with me. I'm like, y'all got a teacher discount? Y'all got an army discount? You ain't never been in the army. No. You did ROTC or some shit? No, I never. I didn't think so. Do you think I did ROTC? No. Um, <laughs> that was sarcasm. Yeah. No, but it's like, yes, you negotiate everything. You get the discounts. You go on Groupon. Like, Dara is a is really good at stuff like that. Like, oh, I found like a Groupon. Like, I found this. Yes, if they're gonna offer it to you half off, take it half off. Like, don't pay full price. Half off is not above me. Half half off is not (laughs) below above below Below me. Below me, me. right? Not below me. That shit is beside me (laughs) as we walk into fucking walk walk to pay that bill. Oh, I got half off. Um, so definitely like negotiate everything. Negotiate hospital bills. People don't believe that. Let me tell you something. I went to the dentist. I went to um. The dentist. She wasn't like a general dentist. It was because I got a tooth implant. And this is a funny story. I said, oh, y'all prices are too high. And the girl laughed. And I was like, no, y'all prices are too high. Like, I will shop around. Mm -hmm. Like, I will shop around. I was like, I'm not paying that. And so she was like, okay, hold on, hold on. She was like, okay. By the time I left there, just, and all I did was, I said, no matter what they say, I'm going to just say, y'all prices too high. I got my x-rays free. That was like $265. Mm. I got the consultation free. That was another gazillion dollars. And then like, basically I got my implants for like $185. Like it was something, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm lying. I'm lying. I got my implants for like $985. Mm-hmm. But she started off talking about, okay, so you're going to pay like $4,000 for the implant. And I was like, who? But it was just because I just kept saying, I was right. like, that's too high. I was like, well, just run, just do the things mm-hmm. and I could take them somewhere else. Just do the uh, just impressions. Do the, just do the x rays. Right. At first, it was just do the x rays because I can take them somewhere else. And then she was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Then it went from like, just do the x rays 
Well, once they did the X-rays, I had the X-rays. Right. But she did it for free. So I was like, that's on you. Um, <laughs> that's on you. So yeah, negotiate everything. Negotiate your hospital bill. Negotiate your cable bill. Negotiate your phone bill. If you tell Sprint that you switch an AT&T, they're going to come up with something. If you tell Verizon... They know you're lying, first of all. Who leave, well, people might leave Sprint, but if you say that to Verizon, Verizon like, you're bullshitting me. Because all them other ones garbage. You no, get, AT- what you get? You get AT&T. AT&T. You shit shit. But no. You shit shit. But AT&T is like the best. Negative. Negative. Oh, negative. actually, all of them are trash. Every time you call, you tell me, oh, my phone broke up a little bit. Well, that's also because my, my phone is perpetually on 10%. So, like, low batteries, low... low I shouldn't say that. We might get sponsored by them one day, you know. Do they do sponsored podcasts? Well, who, AT&T? Yeah. Shit. And if they do, they know the quality... <laughs> they know their quality. If they ninety nine, ain't nobody one hundred percent. So, bitch, I could have the point one percent mm, in this area, right? And so, what they need to do is give me a better, stronger phone. If they're gonna be a sponsorship, be real. Yeah, you need a new iPhone. I do need a new iPhone, but you know what? That's another thing. This is about me being happy. I'm I'm happy with the phone that I have. The six, bitch. The three. <laughs> I got the motherfucking. <laughs> Teardrop back, ho. <laughs> Fuck you mean. Listen, I remember telling my mom, I was like, Ma, is that like a, does your phone have like a curve back? We got to upgrade your ass. But that's another thing. That's what I'm guilty of. Don't, you don't, if, if I mean, like if your phone is working, like if, as soon as my phone stops working, like I need to get another phone. But if my phone is working, I don't need another phone. Why did you spend a thousand dollars on a phone but your lights is, you got a disconnect notice on your water. That priorities. You have to reprioritize. So, yes, negotiate everything, everything. Ask for a raise. And also, you need to set your shit up for, for auto savings, right? Auto savings and bill pay, right? No, they can't do it. They're they not ready for bill pay. They're not yes. ready for all that bill pay. And let me tell you why. Because a lot of people spend money because they, but then they, they think it. I got it. Right. So if you get your shit to set up to where as soon as it hits him, that shit pings out and you look at your thing, you're like, damn, all I got is $100. You operate differently. Mm. And let me, because I want to say this. One thing that black people are, we are special creatures. We ain't nothing like a black person. If slavery could not take us down, you telling me you're going to uproot us from our people Cramp us in a goddamn rickety ass ship, sell us across the Atlantic, be in contact with diseased white people, work under the conditions that we worked under, and we still gonna thrive? We still gonna make it? <laughs> Bitch, motherfucking Native, white people got over here with Native Americans and killed 90% of them because their immune systems right. was thin. They wasn't ready. They, 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 they wasn't literally ready. was ready. not ready. So when I talk about black people being some surviving ass, despite everything as fuck you mean, as people like we are that. So if we took that mentality and about how we would attack everything in our lives, like we could could really fuck some shit up. And that's including your finances. But this is self-inflicted, though. I, I think that's what's happening right, right. now. Right, but that's that's exactly what I'm saying. If you if we took that mentality, like shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna survive. We would be we would be okay with like the shit coming straight out of our checking account, and we looked at it and said, all I had is a hundred dollars. And this is why I'm gonna tell you why. Because after you go clubbing and partying that one weekend, for the next two weekends, you looking at your goddamn bank account saying, all I got is a hundred dollars. 
that's if they cut they um credit cards like you asked them to do. Because that's what's gonna happen. Oh, we got hundred dollars, but I got this three hundred dollar limit, five hundred dollar credit card limit. Well, first of all, you're being childish talking about a five hundred dollar credit card. Hey, whatever they limit is. Because like, what the fuck is that? Bad credit limit. Also, I want to come back. Let me add that to the list. <laughs> bad credit. If your credit limit doesn't have commas in it, cut that shit up. Don't do it. Yeah, pay the money and just actually cut that shit up. Pay the money. Don't cancel the account because you need to build your credit. And just like don't tell nobody. So what are some techniques to building your credit? Okay. So the same way that I talked about um, what I say? Uh, negotiate everything. Mm-hmm. Dispute everything. That is absolutely a technique. So pull. First of all, you have to know what is on your credit. Yeah. So pull your credit. You um get a free credit report. Niggas are scared. You get a free credit. Know. Why? They don't want no. Niggas can't be scared of no credit report, but not scared of getting mother. But going uh, going in raw. True indeed. How the fuck you scared of a credit report? <laughs> But you not scared uh, <laughs> going in raw. Fuck out of here. Seriously. Right. Pull your credit report. See what is on it. Then it doesn't matter if you owe the debt or you don't owe the debt. You dispute it. Because a lot of times uh, companies don't have the capacity. They have a, a li- um, limited amount of time to mm-hmm. respond. Just like with your fucking ticket mm-hmm. that we talked about. They have a limited amount of time to respond. So if they don't respond in a certain time, then it comes off of your report. Mm. And again, back to the negotiation. Negotiate everything. If you owe money because um, you know you didn't pay the bill and it's now sent to a bill collector, negotiate with them. Right, because they want they because they want they'll take something so, over nothing. nothing. Yeah. So if you haven't been paying that. And you owe $2,000 and you're like, hey, let me throw you, I'll throw you $600. Like, that shit needs to be broke up over six months. So that's $50. That's like $80 a month. Like, how are you trying to act? $100 a month. They're going to say, okay. Sally Mae, don't be doing that. Though. Sally Mae doesn't do that. Sally Mae doesn't. Sally Mae's a different kind of bitch. I don't even, I don't give a fuck about Sally Mae. Uh, I can imagine you got like twelve degrees. I'm, I'm also, because I'm like in perpetual student, so you ain't never paying for shit. Exactly. So that's like mm-hmm. another thing. I did hear about a lady who was like eighty years old, and she just kept taking one class mm-hmm. every year What's or whatever, question? just forever a student until you die. Mad. Yes. So it means like fuck you. And you're like, wait, I'm sorry. What's the problem? So as long as nobody cosigns, right? That's just your debt, right? Yeah, it's just your dad. And then when you die, then what? That's what I'm talking about. That's then what I want to know. That shit gets what? I don't want Dara to die if she died before me. And then they looking at me talking about, hey, <laughs> hey man. My, you hey, my man. Like, hey, my man. <laughs> Look, you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, she going to live a whole bit. She going to outlive me. You think so? Yeah, her heart real, real good. She got a strong heart? She do. Her heart, like, she burned like like 20 calories. I burned like a 1,000 calories in the workout. That's crazy. Okay, so... um. That's another way. That is another way to um to keep up your credit score. Yes, it's to be active. Like you can't open up lines of credit and like not use them. Um, like I said, monitor. Make sure that you're paying attention to what's happening. If your mom listen, and you have to have conversations with your mamas. Your mm. mama, your mama took out some credit in your name, but you don't know it because you wasn't old enough. You didn't know what credit was. Look at that shit. I'm not saying 
to file the fraud claim and name your mama, just file the fraud claim and say, bitch, that wasn't me. Okay? Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. When was that line of credit open? Uh, They're going to sh- say that line of credit was open in 76. Bitch. Bitch, I was two months old. Couldn't have done it. My right. birthday. Right. Like, couldn't have done it. I don't know who did it, but... It, w- it wasn't me. It you shagging that bitch. She saw me open that... She saw me open that Comcast. It wasn't me. Right? You really need to hit them with that. And that's the motherfucking uh, truth. I'm not saying that you need to send your mama to motherfucking credit jail. But also, to people listening to this, if you open up some shit in your kid's name... You're not right. Yeah, you're, you're broke. Right. You're broke. You're broke. You're broke. That's, a, that's another motherfucking situation. Another tally. That's another tally. If you open some shit in your kid's thing, you, you was, was broke. broke. Yep. And don't try to pretend like you was doing it for them. How? How? Houseway. How? Houseway. Houseway. Wasn't shit you did in your kid's name for them? You didn't open up that motherfucking Macy's credit card for your kids. You open that shit so you can take them motherfucking pictures in the club in the 90s with that fucking mm. ridiculous cash money um, motherfucking <laughs> tank backdrop. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Yes. Mm, so, cool. um. But no, that's real, though. That, that is, is real. Because I understand it's something that's out of your control, but it's something that you can do after the fact. It is something you do. So, mount your credit, report everything. Report, report, mm-hmm. report everything, and then come up with a plan. And don't take credit cards, because I, I think a lot of times what happens is people go to college, they're broke, the banks come up to the school, set up a little kiosk thing, and just start giving out credit cards all willy nilly. People don't understand it, and just start using credit like they don't, they don't ever got to pay it back. And That's student true. loans. You do have fuck Sally man. You have to pay everything back except Sally Mae. Sally Mae is clearly understands that that shit is a no-go. And niggas don't got it. And niggas don't got it. Sally Mae is the only thing that you could, that you can say. Like, like if you owe Sally Mae, that in fact you are not broke. I said toast, motherfucker. La, la, la. Last call for alcohol. Hey, last call for alcohol. Hey. It's the last call. Um, what I would like to say for the last call for this episode where we are talking about being happy, broke, um, learning how to master your finances, is to learn to enjoy life and all that it has to offer without worrying about the pretenses of other people's um, expectations of you and how you are supposed to live your life. Again, it's the quintessential keeping up with the Joneses. Just be happy for you. Also, learn to love your space and learn to make good decisions that deal in sacrifice of right now so you could have the best future uh, for you. And that could be a little bit difficult, um, but to know that you're going to set goals. And you need to set short-term goals and long-term goals, right? So you could get the wins, okay? So 
I'm going to start saving X amount of dollars so I could be able to get these pair of shoes that I want. Or I'm going to save X amount of dollars so I can take this trip that I want. Or I'm going to save X amount of dollars so I can get this car that I want. That's, you know, those were a range of what I consider very short-term goals, like shoes, vacation, a car. Those are things that you should be able to do in a couple of years. Now, long-term goals, I'm going to save money so I can get this house that I want, you know, I'm going to set money, I'm going to start setting aside money so I can retire with a certain um, amount of money um, in my Roth IRA, my 401k, like those are things that are more long-term. So I think establishing short-term goals and long-term goals and knowing like, hey, you got to live your life for you and your wallet and not for nobody else. Because at the end of the day, nobody is paying your light bills but you. And if you do need to supplement your income, you are not too good to get nobody's fucking noodles who has extra income to buy noodles. First, ramen is my favorite. I know. That's why I'm saying that. Like, as a sing- like me, as a single black man, like, no kids, like, I have extra spending money. What are they called? Oh, discretionary. I have discretionary funds. Disposable income. Disposable income. I have that. You don't. Like, mm. you, you ain't got it. You ain't got it. You ain't got it. Like... Because your kids got to eat all four of them. Mm. What happened? Nothing happened. Oh, okay. Last call. Shit, Jerry Springer took all the motherfucking thoughts, dog. You took all the thoughts. My bad. It's all good. It's all good. So, first thing you have to do is start small. Don't eat the cake all at one time. Take small bites. Be realistic in your goals. Don't try to, all of a sudden, I'm going to save $100,000 in the next year. It's not happening. It's not happening it's because not happening. these niggas only make 20000 Exactly. So be very realistic in your approach. That way, it's almost like losing weight. Yes. You're not going to lose 20 pounds unless you're 1,000 pounds overweight in a month. You're just not, not healthy anyways. Right. So how so, do you eat an elephant? A bite at, at a time. time. So you do that, you'd be okay. Be realistic. Look at yourself. Don't worry about what your neighbor's doing because... They could be just as broke as you, and they just cover up very well. And if you want, again, the grass is the grass is only greener because it's astroturf. So, boom. Yo, you're like a real life genius. Thank you for sharing. So we walked through the signs of how you know that, in fact, you are broke because a lot of you niggas is in denial. A lot of you bitches, too. Sorry, I'm working on I'm working on that. Which part? The bitches. bitches. So um, a lot of you ladies, work in progress. <laughs> you know, he ain't done with me yet. <laughs> is that above you? Mm, it's not. This is currently with me. Um. So we've had that, we've given that to you all. We've also given you concrete steps to help you work on both the brokenness and the happiness. happiness yes. Which is which is important because there's also a lot of people out there that have all the money in the world and are miserable. So I think that as much as it is to talk about what are secrets to well, not really secrets, but these are steps that you could take to improve your finances. 
It's also, you need to know steps that you can take to improve your happiness. So we went through those things. Um, now let's get to what I like to call a root cause analysis. Right. Right. So it's like the first step you said was like, you got to admit, like, I got a spending problem. Like I have a budget issue. I um, read this, you know, this really cute thing that said, uh, poor is an adjective and it is what happens when, um, your money, no, the month is longer than your money. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's real. <laughs> Shit, you gotta pace yourself. Poor, when you have too much month at the end of your money. Mm. <laughs> 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 when you have too much month at the end of your money, that mm. is like poor. No, but I think this right here is like root cause analysis and this this part of the show is may or may not hurt some people's yeah. feelings, um, but really we need you to like self-reflect. Self-reflect, yeah. Cause, okay? Yeah. So the reason that you don't make the kind of money that Red and Chuck make is because you didn't graduate college. Or piss-poor planning. Piss-poor planning. Yeah. Piss-poor planning. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. It's so, a combination of a lot of things. A lot things. of things. So, but you can compare my life and the outcomes that I'm getting right. in my life when you don't have this the heart and hustle that right. I have. You didn't grind. No grind. Yet. Right. No grind. So nothing was given. Nothing. All of this shit was earned. Right. right. Bitch, fuck, fuck a AT&T commercial, bitch. I could be a goddamn Nike commercial. And you know how much I love Nike. Nike. Right. Look at me. Look at me. You got stock in Nike? What do I have on right now? Yeah. Nike pants and Nike shirt. Nike and Nike shoes when I put them on. Oh, I got Nike on too. But no. I love Nike. Great marketers. Yeah, with the um the overweight women. You saw that? You heard about that? Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. They're, um, people was a little in their feelings. But people I was in their feelings. Because they were like, because if bitches really working out, what they look like the mannequins? There are some people that look like that. And then this is what I said. I said... Well, big bitches got to start somewhere and they need workout clothes. Right? right? Everybody want to be in the gym with a big ass white tee on. Right. And what does that look like? So. Right. They need breathable fabrics and meshes. Right. And they want to be cute a little bit too. Cute a little bit. It doesn't matter how much fabric. Right. You know, there is a fabric differential. Absolutely. I wonder if it's more expensive. It's got to be. <laughs> Like, I mean, it literally has to be more expensive. First of all, Nike technology is all patented. And if I have to use more patent... <laughs> more <of> my patent. <laughs> I got to use more of my motherfucking patent for your yoke pants, bitch. It's going to cost you a little bit more money. Honey. <laughs> uh-huh, honey. <laughs> no, but really, like, all jokes aside, yeah, I'm no, being no. serious. Like, it costs more. Yeah, it costs more. And this should... I thought you was bringing it back. <laughs> right. So we are bringing it back. We are bringing we it back. We brought it back. <laughs> so, but no, uh, yeah. I when think... one works out and is puts themselves first mm-hmm. and is healthy, their workout clothes are less expensive, therefore increasing the budget that they have for other things. <laughs> brought it back. Brought that shit right on back. Shit. Oh man, you're in it. But no. <laughs> okay, so let so let's let's get at it and let's talk about let's talk, let's about, talk about planning. Right. It's so it's piss poor planning. Piss poor planning promotes piss poor performance. And so piss poor planning. Oh you doing oh you're doing that. Most 
piss poor performance. I can't wait until we have the conversation. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> I can't wait till we have the conversation about those that are a part of black group organizations. <laughs> And GDIs. Okay, but keep going. God damn it. Yeah. So piss poor planning. Right. And so I think that's what promotes piss poor right. performance. A lot of people complain. I don't really complain too much about I hate the fact that I pay student loans. I do. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't see that money, honestly. But right. you think about the investment that you made and where you are in your life. So I chalk it up as an expense, as a recurring expense when I pay my student loans. As an investment that I took. To get where I need to be. Mm-hmm. And it does suck that a lot of people are paying on student loans for degrees that either they didn't earn. And when I say earn, they never graduated. Mm-hmm. Or they're paying for degrees that they're not using. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I get it. And so it goes back to the planning part. Mm-hmm. When you were thinking about the degree that you were going for, did you go for something that you had a passion for that wasn't marketable? Mm-hmm. Because some people get lucky and they find that passion that they can major in and get a job in and actually enjoy what they're doing. A lot of people aren't that fortunate. That made me think of this uh, thing that says, I look forward to paying off all of my debt and finally getting back to just being broke. <laughs> <laughs> I should really broke. Like, niggas is out here like, how can I get to zero? Right. Just, yeah. Let me just float. I just but float. I also said that, too. Like, for me and, like, generational wealth, being able to offer your kids zero mm-hmm. is huge. It's huge. Like, if I can get if I can get my kids through college at zero, like, winning. Right. And let's not pretend, like, college is the only way to skin a cat. College is not the only way to be successful. I do think that it helps. Increase your opportunities, absolutely. I'd rather, I'd rather have a degree than not have a degree. Yes. Uh, me too, I agree. And so, I'm not going to sit here and say, again, everybody has to have a degree to be successful. Mm-mm. Everybody can't have a degree because if everybody had a degree, it would bring down the worth of my degree. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, the part, like, like it's selfish, right? But, but that's real. But everybody can prostitute. That's the first. That's the world's first and oldest job. It is the yes. And everybody actually has done it. If you think about it, you you prostituted. I participated in prostitution. And you have prostituted. Mm, let's let's unpack that. You do you think you have or you haven't? I don't think I have. If you have, I ain't never sold no dick. Prostitution isn't about selling dick. It's about selling your body. Mm. Hmm. So how did I? Uh, well, <laughs> so that. <laughs> so now you're like I'm wait. saved. <laughs> <laughs> you said I'm saved. Good fucking night. Good fucking night. This nigga's talking about I'm saved. So no, look, unpack that shit, please. So, it's okay. When that when that my body. The tooth fairy taught you. You wasn't out here like. Pulling them teeth to get a little <laughs> too great in teeth. <laughs> oh my gosh! You're like, what a sigh of relief! Look, I thought you was going to be the video. I was going to We said we weren't going to talk about we that. We said we were never. We said two are great. Oh, that was funny watching that. Oh, watching shit. that face, you were like. Wait, nigga, wait, what? Where is it going with this? Oh my gosh, yes. No. 
The Tooth Fairy taught us all how to sell our body parts to make a little money. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was going somewhere, bro. I did. I went to oh, the fucking shit. bank. Oh, man. No, really, okay. So... What do you want to let up? But like, what do you want? Shoot, this is your shit. This is I mean, you as a messenger, and I'm. You need to take the bullet for the people. Yeah, what I do mean, you want to so, tell? I them? mean, if somebody can honestly say who's unhappy with where they are, did they plan adequately to be where they want to be? Mm-hmm. Honestly, or it was it just like, oh, I've been told that I'm supposed to do X, Y, and Z, and I did it, and I didn't put any thought behind why am I doing this, or am I doing the right thing? There's books that show you, hey. These are the type of occupations that are going to be marketable when you get ready to graduate. Did anybody bother to look at that? Or did you just, again, choose something that you had a passion for but won't pay the bills? Yeah, and I think this, and I'm going to be honest. Everybody wants the testimony, but don't nobody want the test. Everybody wants the crucifixion. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Everybody wants the resurrection, but don't nobody Mm -hmm. want to have to go through the crucifixion. So a lot of people like to look and be like, oh, y'all are successful. Y'all travel. Y'all have such a good time. Y'all are living great lives. Niggas do not see the grind. Right. Yeah. Like, y'all, like, I started texting you at what time? Two, like, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Niggas not up with me at right. two o'clock in the morning. Trying, yeah, trying to get that shit done. You're right. Like, they're not there. Right. It's I, like, you think, you, nigga, you think that you're going to live this life, but you get eight hours of sleep every day? You think you're going to live this life and you get eight hours of sleep and show up to your motherfucking job late? You walk in 30 minutes late with an attitude because somebody told you, like, nigga, you, 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 late. you late. Right. You mad. You think that you're going to get this getting eight hours of sleep, showing up to your job 30 minutes late, but leaving 15 minutes That's early cool. and taking a 15 minute longer extra lunch break than what you're supposed to get. Right. Nigga, you called out right. six, six, six times last week. It's only five work days in a goddamn week. And you called out, you managed to call out six times. I think that, I think, I think, like, absolutely. Like, yeah. we got to hold niggas accountable. And that's like, like, I was just about to say that shit. Absolutely. Yeah, we got to hold niggas accountable. And nobody wants to do that. People don't want to hold each I'm other gonna accountable. I'm going to start holding niggas accountable to the dreams that they say that they have. Right. If you don't have no dreams, then guess what? Don't I'll get tell it. me right. you want to come on a trip with us, yet I see you, like, spinning willy-nilly. Right. And then tell me you don't got it. But you then... Won't, you won't get another invite. No. So, I'm just, I'm going to start telling you mm-hmm. at the club, like... Because remember the last time you said that you don't got it, so it's no need for you to get these get these talk drinks. Talking about these drinks on me. These drinks. We, we know you. Yeah. You don't. These Who you in person? Not me. Matter of fact, for sure not me because I would have been just as happy if you would have been like, hey, just come through the crib. Right. Trust me. It's been days like that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, got it. I got it. But I have no problem saying I don't feel like spending that money tonight. I don't. Because... I'm planning. Right. I'm thinking. Oh, I want that video game. Uh, <laughs> and then it comes right back to priorities. It's like, shit. And, Nick, you probably have, like, no lie. Like, if we think about the amount of liquor that is available in the studio, you probably have... Oh, and I'm not talking about retail value. I'm right. talking about resale right. value. Because that's how... We spend at resale value. Right. When you're out in the club, you're spending at resale yeah. value. So I'm like, nigga, you got like 10 G's worth of liquor in here. Yep. If a Hennessy, pay attention, if a Hennessy sidecar is $20, we easily can do like three or four. Easily. 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 I mean, because, I mean, drinking is what 
You do. Yeah. You said what? Yeah, you tell that in the podcast. That's 500. That's 500 Hennessy sidecars. Split that between the two of us. A bottle of a Hennessy bottle can get 20 sidecars. Easy. So we're talking about. Oh, shit. He whipping out the calendar, uh, calculator. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's true. So we're talking about divide that by two. That's 250 each. Each of the things. Okay, nigga. Like, we talking about. We talking about if we get. 12 bottles. So times that by. What did I say I spent? $40 on it? $45 on it? For the bottle, yeah. We could spend $312 on Hennessy. To be able to make 250 sidecars. Mm. Or we could go out and spend $10,000. And get, yeah. I'll see you on the terrace. Right, exactly. Forever. <laughs> no, I'm like. Whoop out the heater. Yeah. I'm like reflecting on myself. Like I'm talking to me. So what are you going to do different? What, Even though you don't have to do anything different. What I, do, are, I do. I do have to do, do, do anything different. Um, I think that I think that I all. Well. I already like take the increases that I get and like mm-hmm. automatically put that in, but I think that I'm going to try not try. I'm going to reinstitute the cash diet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reinstitute the cash diet. That's not bad. And the reason why is because I read this article about the psyche. When you use your card, you don't. Yeah, you yeah. don't think. It is easier for you to swipe a card because you don't equate it to money right. than it is to hand over yeah. cash. You start thinking about it when you count it. Hell yeah. When you go back into that motherfucking accordion thing and you mm-hmm. got to deal with motherfucking ones and nickels. Mm-hmm. First of all, I haven't, I can't even remember when I Dang, said ones right. except like throwing some, Ooh. throwing dollars at the strip club. Um, Speaking of which, Friday. Friday. <laughs> we're going to be at Stadium. Stadium. Next episode, come check us out. We're going to be at Stadium. Checking out some awesome black business owners. Um, what is it? Tasty? Yeah, Tasty Food Trucks. Tasty all, Food Trucks. All minority owned. All black owned. Um, and I, I'm really big about black owners that are minority owned because I just feel like Asians. Mm, they are minority. Remember when we yeah, talked about like right. proxy yeah. whiteness? Like, yeah. no, I don't no. like it. No, that's a good. So good. it's like black owned. And also we're going to... Um, our next episode is actually going to be... We said Norma Jeans one day, right? We're going to do Norma Jeans, yeah. but we're going to like uh, also talk about like Stadium. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to critique Stadium. It's Stadium. Not critique, but you know, we're going to let y'all know like who you need to see, mm-hmm. the food that you need to get, like how to maximize your Stadium experience. And your dollar. <laughs> and your motherfucking dollar. So Tasty is pretty good, though. So apparently what they're going to do is I think drinks start at two dollars, four dollars. Mm-hmm. Every hour it goes up. It goes up a dollar. So great. So what basically I'm hearing? We need to get there as soon as the shit. Is over. this is reminding me of college, like at a PWI? This is called Animal Hour. Mm. So they would do it like drinks were a dollar for the first fifteen minutes, two dollars the next fifteen minutes, three dollars. But this is an hour. So if drinks are four dollars the first hour. I'm only drinking the first, first hour. hour. <laughs> next question, please. <laughs> no seriously what's the next question that's legit um so what are bad spending habits that you have what do you think that you spend your money on that you know what i could do better spend my money on? absolutely i eat out for i eat out all the time i could save easily twenty thousand dollars a year if i did not eat yeah, out as much as much as i did 
was like when you say it out loud, you're like, oh my oh, gosh. Sure. Yeah. Because there's niggas that listen to our podcast who's after whose take home pay is less than twenty thousand dollars. I'm about to set my drink. Which is an issue in itself. Not an issue. It is. How can you survive? I mean, because you're absolutely right. I, I was don't looking know because that's not my story. I was looking at what's the minimum wage in DC. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like, now it's about to be $15. Thank God. About to be $15. Thank God somebody's listening. From, um, it's either 14, it's about, either about to be 15 or about to be 14 come July 1st. Won't he do it? My thing is, though, how much, how can you survive off that? What is that? What's, what's, 80 hours times 15. What's 80 hours times 15? Yeah. So deep down inside, I'm about to say this number, and I know people are like are driving or walking. Well, they're probably not driving if this is their story. So they're probably walking oh, shit. or waiting oh, for the shit. metro. And it's $1,200, but that's before taxes. Do you twelve hundred dollars? Do you remember? Do you remember one time that girl was like, that girl was like, "Oh my god, this is the first time that I've seen a comment in my check." Do you mm. remember that? Oh my goodness, that hurt my heart. And listen, and honestly, you know what? I'm laughing, but I'm laughing because the shit was funny. Like I don't give a fuck. Like that shit was funny to me. Um, but also, I'm laughing because I I recognize it. It's like people out there that that is their, their that that is their truth i personally feel bad when i see like older people that's working like fast food and shit like that because i just like how do you survive off that that like i feel like fast food and all that shit no offense to anybody that's what like motherfucking <laughs> teenagers and shit like that or like retire and i came back but you don't, don't have to say no offense. you don't have to say no offense because we're in shoot and that's the reality of it you're right so i already know that people are already listening to this and be like, there goes Michael like laughing at people, like with no comments in their paycheck. And we this just, is and this is what I'm gonna say to us. Do better. No, I don't give a fuck what you do, honestly. You know why? Cause I'm gonna live the life that I live. But I'm wanna just say this to the people who are like, oh my God, like Michael is like laughing. Like Red's like laughing at people who make da da and like that's really me. Next, like, <laughs> fuck. Like yes, nigga, I'm laughing. Yes, bitch, like I'm laughing. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the situation. And also, if you get to this point in this podcast, I hope that you have been taking notes that you pulled your car over. But again, if you're only making that much money, you probably don't have a car. So I hope that you, while you're waiting at the metro, you took all the notes and you begin to implement some practices. I don't go around laughing at people, but since we're talking about it, it's it's funny to me. Um, but we gave you solutions. We also, did, we so. did, because we're solution oriented people, right? And honestly, everybody's laughing at you. They just might not be laughing to you in your face. But I'm well, you know what? They probably not because they probably hang around people just like them. Mm. I noticed that a lot. Like well, people, we talked about that. people like to hang around with people who are doing worse than them. That way, it doesn't make them feel as though they're doing so bad. So if you're Uber, if you're doing the walk Uber pool, what's below that? There is no other option. Are you walking. just walking? I gotta go. Walking. No, no, no. Um, micro transportation. They're doing the scooters. No, they're not making on the scooters. It's a dollar. You gotta have a card. <laughs> <laughs> 
These, You're fucking childish. There's people who don't have bank. They going to the motherfucking um check cashing place where they can't are they check. That like they don't crushes, have no account. First of all, that crushes my soul. When I see niggas Advances. Go, to the, go to the liquor store to cash their check, there's, there's too many options in 2019. There's, there's too many people, options. They're still, they're still doing advances, like where you can go with your cash, your check is your uh, your cash is your check, or whatever it's called. Your cash is your check? <laughs> your job is your check kind of thing. <laughs> like where you do title loans? Yes, you can absolutely do that. You can I'm, absolutely I'm do that. And people, I thought that they call, I thought that they shut that shit down no, because like the interest on that is three billion percent. It's a real thing. It so is it was like, thing. oh, you need to buy two hundred dollars? Yeah. You owe us a thousand. It's a real thing. Yeah, don't pay it late and you definitely will owe a thousand. It's not pay it late. Like the interest on those things is yeah. absolutely criminal. Some people literally live advance to advance. <laughs> it is a real thing. I'm not laughing at that. Listen, I know niggas right now are disgusted at me. They're like, fuck that nigga Red. Like, he think he better than... That's why we named the title of the show this. Shoot the... Me- exactly. Because I'm honestly not laughing at you, at you personally. You know why? Because I don't motherfucking know you. I'm just laughing. Maybe somebody does need to laugh so they know. Because a lot of people think it's okay. They think that it's normal. They think like it's acceptable and it, and it, it shouldn't be. I don't and know what is normal for other people. That's why I'm very quick to. That's why I'm very quick to say. Yeah, it could be normal. You no, know, getting advanced on a check that you already earned is not normal for us. P. For them, if he... You, you're the one that told me about this lifestyle I, of I, advanced I, I, checks. I didn't say it was normal, but I said it, ha- it happened. Hmm. It is, it's unacceptable. Honestly, like, now that I'm really thinking thinking back like and reflecting on this, we honestly gave really, really good advice for people who were listening and they could really change some shit around. I think we could. Like, now that I'm, like, reflecting on it, because sometimes I don't always... Because it's just like, oh, man, you were, like, chit-chatting and having this conversation. But, like, I was, like, thinking about all the things. I'm like, no, that is actually really sound advice. Like, Susie Orman, who is a millionaire for giving advice on finances. Like, I, like, went through the checklist that mm-hmm. she has. Like, how to become a millionaire. I'm like... Literally, she says all the things that we said. said. Yeah. It's not rocket science. Throw away your credit cards. Only live by cash. If you can't pay for it right now, you You don't don't need need it. Save your income. Pay yourself first. Right? As you get your raises. Act like you didn't. Act like you didn't. Snowball paying off your debt. So let's unwrap that. Because you said that before. I don't think you really got into the snowball your debt. Oh. So it's like you pay $10 to it you pay $15 to it you pay $20 to it you pay $30 to it and so if you have like so I also didn't say this really what you're supposed to do is consolidate your debt okay the very first thing you're you're gonna do is you're gonna lay everything out and I didn't go through step by step right 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 but really what you need to do is for finances is you have to be honest with yourself and you said like be honest like just say I'm broke but really what that looks like is laying Mm -hmm. here's my paycheck here's all my bills for the month Let's look right. at it. Like, 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 let's look at it at that level. You need to do that. And then you say, okay, what debt am I going to attack? So everything else, you only pay the minimum right. to support your credit score. But then any extra, what you do is you pay, pay towards, towards the smallest debt. Right. And then what happens is, so um, I have four debts. The smallest one is $200. The other two are 
the other three are larger, but the minimums are $20. Mm-hmm. So 20, 20, 20. And then I need to pay 20 on this, but I have an extra 20. So right. I pay 40 on it. So I got 20, 20, 20, 40. So that's $100 a month that I'm paying towards mm-hmm. debt. Well, $200, I did 40. Then the next month I did 20, 20, 20. I did another 40. So now this debt is now, I've paid 80 off. Then the third month I did 20, 20, 20 because you got to keep paying the minimum. Right. I did another 40. So now that's 120. Mm-hmm. 20, 20, 20, another 40. 160. Mm. 20, 20, 20, another 40. What am I at? I'm at 200. Right. I paid, paid that, that debt off. off. Right. That's a win. You celebrate that win. Have a drink. You know, eat your favorite cookie. You don't <laughs> go and spend back the $200. Right. Great. Now, all the so now the $40 that you spent on that, so you've been doing 20, 20, 20. Mm-hmm. You go 20, 20, 60. Right. So now the debt that you owe $400 on, you owe. you're doing 60 yeah, on it. But remember, you don't owe $400 because you did 20, 20, 20. 2020, 2020, 2020. Mm-hmm. So you f- finished one debt and you've knocked the $400 debt right. down to $320. And then the next payment, you're going to go 2020, 60. 60. So you went from $400 to 320 and then minus 60. Right. You're now all the way down to two, what's that, 280? Yeah. 260, mm-hmm. sorry. 260. So in the, in the amount of time that you've paid off one debt, you've paid off one debt, and you've almost oh, half the other debt. Right. Mm. So then you go 20, 20, 60 again, and you've gone from 220. Now you're down 60. to 160. Right. Then you go 20, 20, 60 again. You're down okay. to 100. 20, 20, 60 again. You're down to 40. Then you go mm. 20, 20, 40. You've paid off two debts. Now, you've gone 2020, 20, three times with the first one, 2020, 20, 20, three times with the next one, and the next debt that you owe $500 to, Boom. you've already paid off Whatever, 820. Yeah. So right. it's already 160 down. So mm. now I've gone from 500, I paid off two debts, you celebrate the victory, right. and now you go, I've paid off two debts, debt free, got those credit cards.